real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. everybody we're gonna get started here in a second um, talking about ways you can do deal finding from home uh, real estate IQ has 80 plus employees UX design teams front and back-end development data aggregation team is a huge part of this because we do a lot of the data aggregation that real estate investors need in order to find deals and understand the houses and, and what they're looking at. And so our teams are working nonstop gathering that information and bringing it to you via email and via our apps also. And, uh, we'll go through that in a little bit. We also have marketing, te marketing teams, customer service teams, sales and support teams, all of those. I'm your speaker. Rodney Rush. You should be able to see me on the screen. And we have sponsors. These are trusted vendors that we uh, have been utilizing for quite some time that new real estate investors can depend on. Sometimes it's difficult to know who you can depend on when you're getting started. And we don't like to see anybody having bad experiences by choosing a person they can't rely on. So we have Quest Trust Company. That is a company that is a custodian for your IRA. And what that means for you as an investor is if you put your money over there and pull it out of the stock market, then you can loan that money to other investors to fund their projects and you get a return on the investment. Some investors have money in their IRA account and they partner with another investor who has money in their IRA account and then they loan to each other at a minimal interest rate but they're both making money on deals because they're both getting money so that's one way to leverage that you can go to their site they have online trainings all the time and uh, that will get you more educated as to what you can do, what you can't do with your IRA account. And then uh, up on the screen in the chat, you're getting uh, information to contact them, uh, their phone number, their email addresses. You can just cut and paste that and you can uh, get in contact with them. Investor Loan Source is a private money lender. Uh, they do wraparound loans, which is an underlying loan that is for, let me, it's, they're somewhat complicated. Um, somebody explained it to me one time, like there's a donut and then the whole of the donut is the original mortgage from on the house. And you were able to get that subject too. And then the outside or the donut itself is the ring around it 
And that is the note that you create and you sell the house to somebody else in an owner finance deal. And their payment to you goes and pays off the underlying mortgage as well. So Investor Loan Source will do those types of loans, long-term loans. They'll also do hard money fix and flip loans. Um, Blink Lending is also a private money lender, uh, as is Bay Mountain Capital. And uh, they all do different types of lending in different areas. Bay Mountain is pretty much Texas, and Investor Loan Sources uh, across the United States in a lot of areas. Blink Lending is in Texas primarily as well. Uh, you want to contact multiple hard money lenders as you're getting started because they will have different terms, different fees, different um, amount that they will lend. Some might be at 75% of ARV minus repairs, others may be at 70%. And we're finding in this COVID environment, there's a few, excuse me, a few money lenders who have moved it down to 65% of ARV minus repairs. And I'll explain all of the ARV and minus repairs and all that formula a little bit later. Action coaching is to help you in your business, to get your business running, getting it going. And then real property management is if you are, you're going to be uh, having a lot of rentals, but you don't want to be a person who is doing all the maintenance on the rentals. And specifically, if you have purchased a rental out of your IRA, you are not allowed to do any work and gain from that. So you need a management company. So Real Property Management Legend is a great property management company. And then Note School is another vendor who uh, they buy and sell notes on property. So you might have an investment that is a rental, but you really want some cash out of it. You can sell that owner finance note for the next 15 years, somebody will buy that. They will get all the money from those payments, but you get a lump sum cash outlay right now that you can utilize to go buy more properties. So lots of different things with the different lenders, and I encourage you to contact them and get to know them. All right, we have a lot of webinars, online education. We work hard to do the best that we can to educate you and bring you up. We have a great community that we have uh, just created in this, starting in this last year. And let me just flip over to that real quick. This is at realestateiq.co. And actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start from the beginning here. So realestateiq.co, this is the page that you'll come to. And under that, you can see we have a community area. We have a marketplace which has education. It has our vendor information for funding or other vendors notes. We have the events coming up, those areas. We have our tools that I'll show you how, what those, how to get into that and use that later on. And then we have different educational resources and things like that. So in this community, you'll have groups, and I'm already logged in here, but you would go up here to log in generally. And my, the group that 
I'm overseeing is, let's see here, I gotta find it. Dallas, oh, maybe, there it is. Dallas Real Estate Deal Finders Lounge. You can add yourself to that group and that's a way that we can do some networking. We can answer questions. You can meet other investors who are in that group. They will answer questions. Uh, you can make some connections. It's very important as a new investor to meet other people because you, if you're a wholesaler, you're going to want to know who are the investors that are buying. If you are a fix and flip, you want to know who the wholesalers are. Maybe if you're doing a fix and flip, you might want to partner with another investor and share the risk and share the profits. So there's all kinds of ways that you can communicate, network, and get with other people. Uh, let's go back here. Uh, of course, this is brought to you by Real Estate IQ, number one in deal finding in Texas and working on being that for Florida and Atlanta, Georgia, and then some other areas too. So this is our product. This is the deal analysis suite, the deal finding suite, and the premium suite. And I'll go along and outline and show you a high level of each of these as we go through the evening. This is a testimony we'll first let you listen to. I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event, and Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It was re it's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that t the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. Oh, fantastic. All right, so he is a very satisfied customer, and he talks about the fast CMA tool for getting comps, and I'll go into that and show you how to do that, how to use that. Deal analysis suite. So the deal analysis suite is made up of fast CMA, the repair estimator, and the deal analyzer. Now, this deal analyzer we've had for quite some time, and tonight I'm going to show you a new product that we are uh starting to use called ROI Muse. And it's a very powerful analyzer tool that is gonna be, I know you're gonna love it, I love it. I started using it and it, it just makes analyzing deals so much faster. It's really cool. Um, with the FastCMA, you can do as many as you want. There's online classes, of course, that we offer all the time. The deal analyzing training guide. So this is the fundamentals of analyzing a deal. Hopefully you find your deal using Real Estate IQ. Uh, the comps come from FastCMA. That's one area, that's our product that you can use. The advantage of the FastCMA is that it's pulling information from EMLS. If you go to Zillow and you say, show me all the solds and the last little bit, that is not going to be very accurate. And it's not accurate in Texas because Texas is a non-disclosure state. That means that whenever you sell your house, you do not have to disclose the real amount that you sold it for. Therefore, Zillow is estimating 
what that home sold for. So that means that the comps aren't going to be real accurate. The MLS is the exact amount it was sold for. And you'll see on, as I show you a little bit on it, it'll have, even if the owner or the, the seller gave some consolation of $500 or $5,000 to the buyer, it shows that as well. So if they say, oh, well, we sold it for 250000 but the, the seller gave $5,000 away, technically they only sold it to 245000 So with that, uh, you can go through and calculate offers using the maximum allowable offer and formula. This is 75% times the ARV, which is the after repair value, minus the repairs. The ARV, sometimes you'll hear it as comps, sometimes, or you'll hear it as CMA, competitive market analysis. ARV stands for after repair value. So the idea is that you are wanting to understand what you might be able to sell the property for after it's been completely repaired and rehabbed and it's looking pristine. That's what lenders for hard money lend on. They don't typically lend on the current value of it. And the 70% rule has been around forever. That means that if you have a home that you say the ARV is gonna be $100,000, then they're gonna multiply that times 0.7 that's $70,000. You're going to take $20,000 to repair it. You subtract $20,000 from $70,000. That means that the most you should offer for that house so that you can still make money is $50,000. Now, you, when you go in to start negotiating, you do not start with that. You start lower or you ask the individual, what do they want to get out of it? Sometimes they are just at a point where they say, we don't want anything but $3,000 so that we can move and we can get out from underneath this, this mortgage that we can't pay anymore. And so it's, I'm not going to go into negotiations or anything like that, but that's just an example of, of where to start your, your negotiations and knowing that this is the most you can go up to. I don't see any yet. So let me drop over here. We're going to go back over to this area. And under tools, we're going to go into login to reiq.me. And if it's the first time you do this, you have to enter your username and password. I've been in so many times. It just stays there for me. And so this is our online tool. This can be used on your phone. It can be used on a tablet. It can be used at home on your regular computer. And it adjusts the screen size based on the device that you're using it on. So if you're in the field, you're looking at a house and you're trying to evaluate what are the comps, what's going to be the ARV on it, you can pull up Fast CMA on your phone and you can go in and you can say, let's see, let's enter in 4200 Lisbon Street in Fort Worth. You look it up, and then you can see that it's been out there on the MLS a little bit. If it's been on the MLS at any time, it will automatically fill in the year built and the square footage. If it hasn't been on the MLS, you have to 
put that in yourself in order to get good comps. Up here, you'll see available counties. If you click on this, these are all the counties that you can run comps on from the MLS. That'll answer any questions you have. Hey, I'm in this city. Well, if it's in this county, if that county is on here, then you can run comps. Then, whenever you go to run your comps, there's a residential, commercial, multifamily, or lot, lots and acreage. This is residential. Under residential, there's single family, half a duplex, farms and ranches, townhouses, or condos. I'm going to deselect everything and only select single family because that's what this is. You can do it with a predetermined uh, distance ARV. Well, here. It's predetermined, and I think it's... I'm not sure what the defaults are, but I think it's something like 90 days in recency. And recency means how long ago did it sell? So you don't want to use, figure out your ARV from a home that sold 300 days ago. The reason for that is that's almost a year ago. It's about 10 months ago. And by the time you purchase the home, you renovate the home, that's four to six months, you're into it, you're relying on a comp that's a year and a half old. And the market changes quickly, as you've seen. It's different now than it was in January. So you wanna get the closest comps you can to where you're at right now. So that's why we look for recency at closer. Distance, this is how close to the house it is. Uh, if you're not finding any comps that close, you can pop it out another quarter mile, three quarters. Anything over a mile is probably a little too far, but that's one way you can do it. You're built. Sometimes if you're looking at a 1925 home and you say plus or minus 10 years, there may not be a lot of other 1925 homes in that neighborhood. So you may have to increase this to 25 years, plus or minus. And then you'll get a good range. Whenever you get that old, that big a range doesn't matter so much. But if you are talking about a 19 or a 2005 home, plus or minus 10 years, that makes a big difference. Plus 10 years, that's 2015. That's almost new. It's only five years old. And 2095, that's quite a bit older. So you can, again, you can adjust it. In square footage, you want to be as close as possible in square footage. And this one I'm going to change this to 1355 because I know that that's what it is. You can also do it by subdivision. That ignores the recency and it just keeps things really close. But we're going to go with the distance as a default and we're going to find comparables. So it shows that there's... 10 of them sold. That's a good population to be able to grab from. There's six of them active. That's going to be your competition. So you're going to want to see what those look like to know how much renovation you actually have to do. These are things that were on the MLS and they went out of contract and didn't sell or they took them off for some reason. And these are the ones that are out there that are leased. So you can know if you're in a neighborhood that will support a rental or not. Sometimes there might be nothing, meaning that neighborhood doesn't have any other rentals in it. So it may not be suitable for rental for you.
Now it prioritizes these from most relevant to least relevant, one to 10. But you notice the ones in blue are the ones that the computer chose as the most uh, to use for our ARV. The reason for that is you look at the recency, 240 days, 355, 308, 308. Those are not very good. 261 is still quite a ways out. The closest we have is 105. Now there's one that's 65, and it didn't choose that one. Not sure why, but we can look at that and see. You can do a quick scan here and look at the price per square foot. And if you're going along and you see one that just drops down to nothing, which 167 looks like the lowest, 164. So you might say, well, why is that one 164 and these are at 223 and 190? So first you can go down here and you can pop this little box open. This is the MLS remarks. It says, great opportunity to own what you're looking for. Is there anything that says as is? Sometimes it'll say as is, you know, that's a home that is an investor type of home and therefore is not something that is already renovated. If it's not already renovated, you don't want it in your ARV. So you uncheck the box and take it out. So this just says it's a great opportunity, doesn't tell you too much. So let's look at photos. And let's see what the photos look like. And you can just slide right over the top of these. Now this looks great curb appeal. Looks like it's been updated. Inside looks really nice. Fans, has granite, stainless. So if you're doing a renovation in this area, you know these homes sold with really nice fixtures. Looks like uh, oil rub bronze. So that may be something you want to consider. This one, again, oil rub bronze. We got granite. We got tile in the backsplash, stainless. So this is, at that price, is what they are selling for. Now this one, let's look at the kitchen. So it's a little smaller kitchen than the others. It's very nice. It's been updated. But for some reason, it's just a little less expensive. And this one, let's see. They don't have a good picture of the kitchen. That's interesting. Either that means that the kitchen has something wrong with it, or they don't feel like, oh, wait, there it is. Okay, so this is not updated. They painted it, but you can tell white appliances, this is just somebody's home that they've done kept nice, but it's not a fully renovated home. So those are the things that you're looking at. And then you just decide from looking at them, which ones you want to keep and which ones you don't. So we'll say, okay, we're going to take this one out. Oh, here, let me get that so you can see it. So this is the ARV. If you add that in right now, it's at 281. Add that in, it goes down to 269. And it's going down to 269 because it's just figuring this is our square footage. This is this one's square footage. Now you notice this is a four bedroom, two bath. Ours, it says is a three one. That's not really comparing apples to apples. So you don't want that one in your ARV. You look at this one, it's a two bedroom, one bath. Again, we're not really comparing apples to apples. So that one 
we're not going to have in there. So really, we have a three-bedroom, two-bath, and then we have a couple. That's a two-bedroom, two-bath. So you need at least three. So we're just going to keep that in there anyway. But it says right now, according to this, 289 is what I should be able to sell this home for in this area. Now, if you click on this, this shows you where all these other comps were in proximity to this star. This star is the house that we're looking at. So that's pretty close. If we were getting comps in this area, that would be bad. There's a major freeway this way. This could be totally different neighborhood. That wouldn't be good. Also, Holland Street is a major street. Any comps over here could be a completely different neighborhood. So you don't want to get comps there. You want to keep it as close as possible in here. Then if you look over here now, you're going to see who your competition are. We say, okay, we think we can sell this for 290 basically. Our competition says 209 So then we have to go in and say, okay, what is going on with this? Why are these at 209 This one's at 210 It's a little bit smaller. Now we have one that's really cheap for some reason. And it happens to be right next door. So why is this one? It's a two-bedroom, one-bath, smaller square footage. And so that's not really apples to apples. So we would probably want to take that out. And that says now we should be able to, the competition is selling for about 230 So if I were going into this deal, I'm not going to rely on this 289 One, because the comps that, some of those comps, are from long time ago and the market's changed. I'm going to rely on what my com competition is. So I'm going to say I can probably sell this for about 230 right now in this environment. And that's what I'm going to base my figures on. If I were going to keep this as a rental, I could look at what the average rental prices are. Looks like about $1,588 in this area. And then it again shows you how big the home is, how many bedrooms, things like that. So that is the fast CMA. The deal finding suite. This is made up of our off-market lead lists, county data finder, and MLS deal finder. Our off-market lead lists, these are pre-foreclosures appointment of substitute trustee, probates, you can read them all. These are all the lists. These lists come to your inbox every day with updates. The appointment of substitute trustee, well, let me start with pre-foreclosures. Everybody, I think, know what pre-foreclosures are. They are homes that are in foreclosure. They're going to go to auction. These are very motivated sellers. What is a disadvantage of this list? There is a lot of competition from other real estate investors going after the same people. So you have to be consistent. You have to be uh, first. Sometimes you have to be last because <laughs> they've said no to 50 people and all of a sudden circumstances change and they say, oh yeah, I do want that. Or maybe it's just the type of rapport that you, you create with them. Uh, one way to go about it is door knocking. Right now in this environment, that probably isn't going to be received very well. So you have to find other ways to do that. And with our off-market lead lists, the premium service, which I'll talk about, provides you with email addresses 
cell phone numbers and regular phone numbers. And so that might be a way to take care of getting a hold of them while you're still in your home. Appointment of substitute trustees. That is like pre, pre-foreclosure. So every time you have a note on your house, a mortgage on your house, there, the bank assigns a trustee at a national level. Whenever you stop making your payments after three months, the bank says we need to start foreclosure proceedings. So we are going to appoint a substitute trustee at a local level, county level, in the area that can execute the foreclosure on our behalf. That's an appointment of a substitute trustee. They register that with the county. That goes on our list. That tells you that that home is going to be foreclosed on. They're going to start those proceedings. The disadvantage of this list is that the people might be in denial. They may not even have the notice from the bank that they are going into foreclosure. The advantage of this list is not a lot of people get this list. And so there's a lot less competition. And you have a lot more time to work with the individuals to try to come to something that will work out for them so they don't end up with their house at the auction. Probates and heirship is after somebody has passed away. And uh, there is a will is probate and heirship means they're looking for heirs to try to divide up everything. Positives on this list is that sometimes the heirs are out of state. The house might need work. They don't want to put any money into it because they don't know if they're going to get it out of it. And they don't want to take the time to take away from their job and move forward with focusing on fixing a house. So they may just want to offload it. That's a great way to pick up houses at a reduced price. Evictions. This is a, for new people, this is a great way to find buyers. These are real estate investors who are landlords and they're doing evictions. So they might want to purchase other re rental properties. They also may be tired. They may be sick of doing evictions and they may want to get rid of this house. And so that may be another way to work this list. Question, what is the deadline in days or weeks on a pre-foreclosure before being able to stop the process? Uh, you can stop the process up to a, the day or a couple days before if you know how to do the right thing. Sometimes it can be stopped by filing for bankruptcy. Sometimes it can be stopped because you've closed the deal two days before the auction. If you've closed the deal, you purchased it, then they can't do the auction because it's... The, the note's been paid off by you purchasing it. So you just, it's harder the closer you get when you get within one week or two weeks and you don't have cash, you're trying to use a hard money lender or private money lenders. Uh, it can be very difficult to get everything lined up and the title company with a title search, get all of that done within one week. That's, it can be done, but it's, the more experienced investors are the ones who typically can get that done. Uh, with the current situation and mortgages, this is from Carlos. Uh, mortgages are being de delayed. Uh, what are the implications for pre-foreclosures? Yeah, that's, that's what we're seeing is what companies normally could close in three days. They are taking a week. Sometimes the title company is the one that they can't research the title or they can't 
get the inspections done that they that the hard money lender requires because of delays right now so absolutely the most time that you can provide and that you have the better otherwise the deal could fall through just because people can't get things done as quick as possible if you don't get it done in time it goes to the auction block and you lose the deal loan modifications are like pre 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 foreclosure people uh, are in trouble they want to modify their loan the bank says okay we'll keep the money the interest coming in maybe we'll reduce your interest rate for six months maybe we'll modify your payments for six months and then it's a balloon and you got to get all caught up 90% of these don't work except for the bank it works for them because they get some more money out of it but the people end up in pre-foreclosure anyway. Hospital liens, HOA and mechanical liens. The hospital mechanical liens, they show up on the title. They have to be paid off whenever you buy it. HOA liens, they can actually start a foreclosure proceedings for $2,500 that isn't paid in an HOA or 500. So it's just something about them that uh, maybe the, you go to that list because people are sick of their HOA and that's why they haven't paid and they want them to just move out. Code violations, that's a list of tall grass, disrepair of the property, junk outside the property. Could be an indication that the individuals living there don't have the means to take care of it. Maybe they don't want to take care of it. Maybe nobody's living there and it's actually vacant. Uh, maybe it's an out-of-state owner that doesn't really care about the property. So you can follow up on those and find out if they want to sell or if they need help or if they need out of the situation. Uh, let's see. Uh, I have seen loan mods, and when you look at the equity on the REIQ app, it doesn't show that. That's true. It is an estimation of when the loan was originally taken out and then at what date it was and they just the computer calculates okay this would have been a loan payment at this amount this much time has passed therefore we're assuming that this is approximately the amount that is needed now it won't show you any liens um, and it won't show you any penalties because typically if they're three months behind and they start foreclosure proceedings, you're going to have three to 5,000 in lawyer fees. You're going to have penalties for not making those last payments. So if I see something that says, oh, they only owe $35,000, I'm going to assume probably 10 to 15,000 additional is what the payoff is going to be because of fees and things like that. Uh, mechanics lien is a HVAC system that was put in and the owners never paid them or they put in a pool and they didn't pay or electrical or plumbing it's any mechanical thing that didn't get paid that person can put a lien on the house so that whenever it's sold they get their money for the work that they did and then you have delinquent taxes and tax sales delinquent just means that it's delinquent and they're having issues if they're having issues paying their taxes, they probably are maybe having issues paying their mortgage. Not all the time, but sometimes it's true. And tax sales means it's being foreclosed on by the county or city, and it's going to the auction. 
So one thing to remember about tax sales, if you buy it at the auction, you can always buy it before and this doesn't have any relevance, but if you buy it at the auction, then if it has a homestead, oh, what are they, it's just, it's stamped as a homestead. This is where they were living as their primary residence. You cannot sell that property for two years because there's a right of redemption that means the individual who previously lost the house and had it sold at auction can come up with the money to rebuy the house and pay back, pay all the fees and bring everything current and take back their house. So that's a two-year right of redemption. If it doesn't have a homestead stamp on it and it's sold at the auction, then you have six months before you can sell it doesn't mean that you couldn't purchase it and you could rent it for two years. That's totally fine. But just be careful with how much you fix it up because you may not get that money back out of it if they come and exercise a right of redemption. So those are our, our off-market lead lists. Let me pop into my email real quick. And this is what it looks like for the premium. The other lists look similar, but I'm going to show you what the premium looks like. Uh, probate and airship, free foreclosures, appointment substitute trustee, and evictions. So if we go into, let's look at the May pre-foreclosures, that means that actually we just finished May. So let's look at June because that means the auction date is in June. So you click on that and you can see there are so far... 156 pre-foreclosures going to auction in June. And then the county appraised value, which is typically low because people don't want to pay taxes. Therefore, the appraised value is lower than what market value is. That's why you run your own ARVs. And then you go over here and you can see just more miscellaneous information. If it's owner-occupied or not owner-occupied. And the regular report stops right here, the regular lists. If you get the premium report, then it keeps going and you see there's email addresses, cell phone numbers, regular phone numbers, relatives' addresses, relatives' phone numbers, relatives' email addresses. So it just gives you a little bit more information to narrow down your search and find the person to talk to that owns that home so that you can strike a deal with them. That's the advantage of the premium product being at home and doing things from home. County Data Finder. This is if you want to send out mailers and you have a particular area that you really love. Uh, you want to find everybody who has high equity in their home. You want it in a particular zip code. You want to find everybody who's an absentee owner or an out-of-state owner. And you want to send out to the same people every month. You create the list using County Data Finder and then it puts it in a spreadsheet. You take it to your uh, mail servicing, mailer servicing place, and they mail it out that month. And then you do it again the next month and do it again the next month. And so this is just a way to calculate all those lists. And you can find this right here, County Data Finder. And it's loaded with all of the, all of the um, 
addresses in the metro areas that we support. You can go in here and you can say, find all out-of-state owners from what year, if you're only looking to buy homes in certain years, um, all kinds of different stuff. You wanna make sure you change the county so you can find the right cities, stuff like that. MLS Deal Finder. Out on MLS, there's about 25,000 deals. They are not really good deals for the real estate investor. Probably 2% of the deals out there are low enough for a real estate investor because the MLS is a retail market selling area. You will find sometimes investors, wholesalers will put investor friendly deals out there and we'll pop out there, go to MLS Deal Finder. And so this has what we call a discounted deal. That means that the computer takes the county assessed value. No, the, sorry, the computer creates a CMA, a, a competitive market analysis, and it looks at what it's listed for on the MLS. And the difference between that is the discounted price. So you can look by county or city. So we'll just look at city. We'll look at Dallas, where's Dallas? There it is. We're gonna look in just the last 24 hours. You could also look in the last seven days, custom range, whatever you want, but I wanna keep the search small. So in the last 24 hours, oh, there's no properties found. That means that people have not been listing their homes, which isn't a big surprise in the current environment. Let's go back 30 days, see what that shows. Haven't done this for a while. Oh, come on. Wow. I don't want to do a year. Let's go back to a custom date. Let's go back to March 1st through the end of March and search that. That was before COVID. There we go. So before COVID, oh, and look at these are all still active, which means they haven't been sold since March. Uh, you can go up here to the discount and you can click on the little arrow twice. That will bring the highest discounted property to the top. And you can see this one is pending. Somebody like that. They're asking 96,000. The computer says it should be worth somewhere in 280,000. That's quite a discount. So somebody's trying to buy it. This one is a million dollar property. So that's why the discount is so big, but uh, probably not very many people are buying million dollar properties right now. Here's one, 375,000 estimated. And you could go in here, you could run a CMA, you could look at photos, you can click on details, you can see what it says, charming. Needs a little TLC, that means it might need some work and whatnot. But this is a way for you to find MLS deals and uh, see if you can't make something out of it. All right. Uh, as you know, we have on-demand and real-time training. We have a support team. We try to get back to you within two hours 
uh, with your questions. And this is our customer service numbers and email address. All right. Now I'll talk to you about pricing and what's included and all of that. Deal analysis suite. This has the unlimited CMAs. Our offer $15 a month so that you can run your own comps on the fly. If you want to do a year, it's $99 and you get two months free. And the deal finding suite, that's the off-market lead list without the skip tracing. And that includes the county data finder and the MLS deal finder as well. And also includes the deal analysis suite. So these are combining as you go forward. So if you were to buy these lists individually, it could be a lot, but of course we don't charge you that much. And then the premium suite, these are the, the ones that are skip traced. And I showed you that. Our offer, you can, if you're starting out, buy it only by a particular county. Like if you only want Denton County, it's $59 a month. You can't get the skip tracing by county only. The only way you can get the skip tracing is by DFW or Houston or San Antonio, Austin areas. Then you can purchase the premium. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.